This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Tom Gibbis, the voice of Shikamaru Nara from Naruto, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. And it's not a drag. This week, we talk about the special PlayStation State of Play featuring Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I give my thoughts about the Final Fantasy Rebirth demo. Paramount Plus announces a miniseries based on Knuckles. Insomniac Games finally announced the much-anticipated update to Spider-Man 2. The greatest of all time enters the WWE 2K ring. And I explain to you why I am a full-fledged Phantom Thief. Then, in our final stage, we enter the world of Jujutsu Kaisen and find out why it's cursed with a mundane experience. All this and more in this edition of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. Select start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. Welcome back to another game-filled edition of Select Start, the video game podcast for ACMG Presents Talk Time Live and TalkTimeLive.com. I am your host, Xavier Josiah, and happy Super Bowl weekend. This is one of the biggest weekends of the year next to WrestleMania, of course. And um, I know a lot of Super Super Bowl fans are excited. Um, You know, Philly fans are excited, too, nonetheless, even though our team didn't make it there. Um, A lot of disappointments, but it is what it is. There, everybody's excited, whether you're a football fan or a Taylor Swift fan or whatever, and you're going to watch regardless. It is also going to be my wife's birthday on Super Bowl Sunday, so I get the chance to say this happy birthday, hun. Um, and we're going to watch the Super Bowl, but we're going to enjoy a really awesome place called Bacon Bacon down here in Philadelphia. Before we do that, a really, really awesome black owned restaurant and uh, looking forward to going down there. If you're following me on my page on Facebook you may see some footage and some pictures I'm going to I'm taking my camera down there and we're going to go down there and check the place out it's pretty awesome and um you know stay tuned for that but yeah uh this is going to be a very fun weekend nonetheless and I hope you guys enjoy it I hope you guys enjoy it safely and uh looking forward to it also if you're a wrestling fan did you see the WWE kickoff event yesterday that was insane as well um you know if this is what WWE is going to do this this point on, I'm all in. I'm all for it right now. No pun. Um, so stay tuned for that. Speaking of wrestling, go out of your way. Check out my new show, All Elite Geekly, with uh, my good friend Boris Roberto Aguilar, the host of the Sunday night's main event radio show on TSN Radio and News Talk 610. You can check him out. Every Sunday at 11 o'clock, you can check out the live stream on News Talk 610. And uh, what is the other one? And is uh, what is the other one? We do have that here, right? It is TSN Radio. I forgot which station, but you can find it. Um, it's pretty much you could just Google TSN Radio and Sunday Night's Main Event or go to SundayNightsMainEvent.com. 
and check it out there. It, it'll air the next day. But uh, he's going to have some really good guests this week on air. So go anyway, check it out and check out our show, All Elite Geekly, which talks about all of our favorite fandoms, but also reviews AEW Dynamite for the week. And this was a great week to review AEW Dynamite, I tell you. So there's a lot of things going on this week, and I'm very excited. A uh, lot, to, lot to look forward to. And, you know, of course, a lot of video games to look forward to this week. Uh, so much great news. This is really some good news this week. So let's start with possibly the biggest news to talk about this week, and that is PlayStation State of Play special focusing on Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, and they gave us an idea on everything that we're looking forward to. I already have it locked. I bought the game. I'm waiting for it to um, unlock release. This is going to be a huge game. I don't know how many gigs this game is. It's rumored to be like 150. So I had to make sure I had some space in my two gig to make sure this fits in. So I got to I got to invest in getting a four gig uh, SSD drive now. I mean, I now confident that the thing that the uh, two get uh, the two terabyte works. I need a four terabyte. I said I said four gig or yeah, whatever. No, I need a four terabyte because uh, these games are getting bigger and bigger and it's just insane. Now, the four terabyte is roughly I'm looked online for Best Buy and all the stuff It's roughly four hundred dollars. Like that literally is a whole nother PlayStation 5 at this point. And I'm still wondering, like, is it the right time to get that? Should I just hold off, you know, and just hold off for that? Maybe I should invest in getting another external hard drive. That way I can store all those into that drive. Now, I did have a four terabyte external hard drive, but it corrupted. So maybe, maybe I need to take it to Best Buy, maybe see if they can, uh, you know, you know, fix the corruption issue. Um, mostly because I, I can store my PlayStation four games in there, which I have, but also some of my PlayStation five games in there, like Marvel Avengers, which it's not a complete loss. I mean, the game was what it was. I'm, the problem is that I stored it on there and it's the only copy that I have. I, I don't think I can get it again because it's not in the marketplace anymore. So, but you know, I got the data stored in there. The only way I could get it, the only possible way I could get it again is if I find it online and can restore it back into a drive. That's the only way I can get that game back on. And I do have ownership of it because I paid for it. I have the receipt for it and whatnot. So, I mean, here it's possible to get it again. Uh, I think exactly. I may check on the uh, Geek Squad and see if I can, you know, encrypt that whole entire thing and get it back to uh, back in service. So we'll see. We'll see. But I do know that, like, once I unattach that, that my entire my entire like PlayStation Five started running a lot faster, and I there, which led me to believe like there's the corruptions of the lag. There was a little bit of lag. In some of the loading of things but now it's just like it zooms like crazy so um i'll, I'll have to have a look at it and and see for that but you know there's a lot of options but games if games are going to start getting this big like final fantasy because it's like it's a two disc game um and each game are probably is going to be like <laughs> roughly 75 gigs each you know and um each disc i should say it's going to be 75 you know um gigs each maybe roughly and that's a lot of that's a lot of game and they showed you why it is a lot of game in this special so let's run down some of the things they talked about here so square enix yes square enix as they gloriously always do gives us 
an idea of what to expect in the latest installment into the Final Fantasy VII world. You will now have the opportunity to decide the fate of Aerith. When they said that, I I know a lot of people when they when they saw this and 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 heard them say that, their heart just clenched. <laughs> this is awesome and and scary at the same time. You're, you know, people. If you if you been under a rock as a gamer for all this time, then you should know that the death of Aerith in the original Final Fantasy VII was one of the most devastating moments in gaming history. And people have watched that today. The, the actual PlayStation 1 footage of the of that scene. And they'll still comment on social media and say it's too soon. That's how bad it is. So at this point, they're giving that giving the fate of her life in your hands. Now, the thing that's crazy about that is like, okay. Is this a double, you know, is this a double turn type of situation? Like we save Aerith, but does like somebody else die at the hands of this? Like what happens here? You know, I'm eager to, I'm eagerly wanting to play just for that alone. So that's a really interesting aspect that they provided for us here. And this is, this is going to be very interesting. Also, you will also have, uh, be responsible for who will eventually be Cloud's love interest. I, this is absolutely fantastic this is another thing that happens in the world of final fantasy and also take note this creates great replay value as well because at one point like going back to the air situation you save air one time you can go back and see what happens if you don't so the the eager and, and anticipation of both of those fates it's like you just gotta wonder what's going to happen here um as far as the love interest, this was another thing that people always wondered about. They even poked on it last on um, on remake, where there was some interest from Aerith and from Tifa, um, and Cloud just he he was always just straight and narrow in the middle, and never really put a, you know put it on. Not this time. They're giving you a chance to do it, and they're doing so in a different way. You will now have a relationship system known as bonds of friendship which lets cloud strengthen the relationships of with Aerith, tifa maybe even yuffie but also the bonds of friendship system will also strengthen bonds of your friends which will be beneficial as you progress through the actual story so if you're you know if your relationship with barrett gets stronger he will be able to help you in battles a lot more when you go on certain tasks he'll volunteer to want to come with you to protect you and back be your backup same with red 13 and other characters as well so you'll have that benefit once you start progressing and in in growing their you know trust and friendship and bond and everything they'll it'll it, it'll be bigger benefit you guys will be a more tight-knit team and uh when big battles come they will protect you in, in the long run so i thought that was pretty cool kind of reminds me of um it does play into sort of kind of other rpgs uh like that uh persona 5 I've realized that they have somewhat of a bonding type of uh, deal in that one too. So I like this. I really like that they added this factor to it as well. Cloud will eventually work his way up to taking one of them out on a date. That's Tifa. That's, you know, um, that's uh, Aerith. And we're, we got to see what the gold saucer looks like. I was looking forward to this. That is going to consist of a lot of really cool things once you go in there too. Um, Final Fantasy Rebirth. 
has also added a new battle attack system called synergy attack i believe that's what it's called um you will now have a skill tree dedicated to the synergy attacks that when unlocked can ignite new and more powerful team up attacks in here so it's really awesome final fantasy 7 rebirth uh has dozens of mini games side missions and more now the cool part about this is that these games and side missions can be played during and even after the game's uh main storyline so it they give you an opportunity to play the game your way you know it, it's this is the you know zelda breath of the, uh you know breath of the wild tears of the kingdom and Baldur's gate style of gameplay where like they just let lead you to go on your own journey in your own way. So there's a lot of freedom that is going to be had in this game too. As far as Vincent Valentine, uh, as you guys know, uh, voiced by Matt Mercer, uh, this time around will not be a playable character at, uh, on for this particular game, but he will be in the game and he will be voiced. Um, leads me to believe, will they actually have a third game? And God, if they do a third game, how big is that game going to be? And, uh, you know, will he be playable during that time? And I think people are going to want that. Or there's another option, too. They could easily, you know, add a, a an expansion with him on there. And that, that's very possible. If you guys remember, um, when Remake came out, they added a expansion that allowed you to play as Yuffie on there. So... And they've been known to do that before. I mean, you go back in, you know, Final Fantasy 16. They just did a expansion to that. And another expansion is coming for that, by the way. Um, they also did that for Final Fantasy 15. There's a bunch of expansions that you could do standalone um, stories of the other characters, which was really well done. I expect no different here. So, it's you know, I wouldn't be mad because you don't play vincent valentine there's a very good possibility that he could have his own standalone expansion from there because they've done it many times before i would also say that this one will probably be much better than his standalone game that he came out that they came out with uh, ages ago they kind of do need to redeem themselves of that too because that was like one of the one of the biggest fails in the final fantasy games that have ever come out um fantasy, uh, final fantasy 7 games mind you you know, they had, you know, believe it or not, Final Fantasy VII has probably the most expansions stories of any Final Fantasy ever, it goes to tell you. Um, which, it, you know, how much they they loved it and how popular that game is. Like, you don't see that many other Final Fantasies with expansion stories or other, you know, side games and spinoffs or whatever like that. Final Fantasy VII is like one of the only ones. You know, they got Crisis Core, they got a... Um, you know another few other games on mobile um that vincent valentine game that came out as well you know different ones it just came out for it it's, um easily easily the most popular of them all i mean there are people who like other who like other final fantasy games and favor them more than seven um and you know it is what it is but you can't deny it. it's one of the most popular final fantasies of all time bar none um, and it's funny because that's seven and they're at 16 at this point. <laughs> so what does that say for the other ones that have come by? It's like, nope, you're not Cloud, you're not Tifa, you're not Barrett. It just does the same. No, honestly, I, I'm a big fan of 15. I'm a big fan of 15 and I did love 16 as well, but it is what it is. Seven is just, un it, it's undeniable. So um, also, if you love the music, which I did, 
in the first game threaten a fair not like they are giving you a lot remember this is a this this game is probably 150 um gigs big and with that said we're not only getting the music that we had before but we're getting other music to fit the formats of the story and and uh environments that we're going to be in all accumulating to over 400 tr music tracks in this game this is insane um i can't imagine how much the soundtrack is going to cost when it goes on to apple music and google and all those other streaming uh networks i think i paid 30 bucks for the remake deal when it came out um i think it literally is like 32.99 on apple um on uh itunes to get the actual soundtrack and guess what it was worth it is still worth it. It is absolutely still worth it. That the soundtrack, the orchestrated soundtrack to Final Fantasy VII Remake is just phenomenal. I can't fathom how much, like, that, that's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a lot of money. So, also, I will point out, this is not in my notes, but I will point this out that um, there's some familiar faces that will be coming back and some new faces that will come back. Sid, they showed Sid. Sid is gonna be shown in here um we also uh got johnny will be making his return uh, uh who's played by none other than a yuri lowenthal aka spider-man aka sasuke uchiha himself will be making a return in the game as goofy as ever so i'm looking forward to his appearance on there as well and there's some other new characters that we haven't seen before that they're going to add in as well and we saw that um indefinite because then the much rumored uh, final fantasy 7 rebirth demo is no longer a rumor they announced and released that demo for everybody to check out and I, me personally i almost opted not to play it but i couldn't resist because i want to be able to play the whole thing in its in its entirety and enjoy it but also i'm thinking like this whatever they put on this demo doesn't pale in comparison to the amount of stuff that we're going to be doing in this game this is just a fragment and exactly what it was but what they did was absolutely oh this this is demo you if you haven't played this demo yet go out of your way and find it i mean get it if you're on a ps5 go out of your way i believe it's exclusively for ps5 now this will not be a ps4 game um they immediately just said nope this is going to be way too big for that it's going to burn that the old system down we're we're not doing it so um i played the demo i am so eager for it for the 28th to come man it's like it's oh this demo was everything the demo takes you to like two like two story playthroughs actually um the first is called en route to nibelheim which takes you to the infamous flashback where cloud tifa and sephiroth um traveled back to Nibelheim, which is Cloud and Tifa's hometown, to check on the Mako reactor and the hidden secrets of Genova. You know, this is the origin story of Evil Zephyroth, pretty much. And I loved how they did it because, you know, it had all the it had the entire crew, Barrett and everybody, just, you know, sit down in a in a hotel. This is and if you guys remember, this is like the scene from the original uh Final Fantasy where they all sit down and, you know, they start to discuss what happened back then and basically cloud tells 
his version of the story or what he believes is his version of the story. And I say that because we all know, especially if you play Crisis Core, that with with Cloud's, you know, sort of kind of dementia or amnesia, he often feels like he was the part of the first soldier when we found out later that's not the case. So how they put this together was so brilliant, was so awesome. And if you, for those who knew the story indefinitely, you knew what was going on and you know what it really was, even though he was telling it the way he saw it, we knew what it was. And it was pretty awesome how they did it. So um, I hate to say this, I'm not one of those, one to really want to spoil it for people, but if you played Final Fantasy VII immensely like everybody else has, you know what, what, what really happened here. So we know basically what happens next after that. So they gave us a little bit of a snippet of that situation. They gave it the whole thing, but what was great about it and what was enticing about it is that this, this, this flashback section gave us the opportunity to play as Zephyroth and man what what a great way to entice us is <laughs> that we get to play as the the mad warrior himself and um man it was it was glorious it was very glorious beautiful fluid and we also get a chance to check out the um synergy attacks as well uh, which is also a great addition and it's really awesome that they did this uh season fans will also know that there were more than meets the eye with this story so it was this was very fulfilling once you finish the demo a new one unlocks but you won't be able to play it as it will release uh sometime in the next week or so uh with a new update i don't know why they did it but you know gives us a reason to come back to it so great job again this is why i am such big fans of square enix when square enix comes out with a game they come out with a game they will make sure that they this game plays exactly the way it should. I name a actual Square Enix developed game, not a published game, because they publish a lot of games that other developers also do, like Square Dynamics. So I mean, they published the game; they didn't develop the game. But name one Square Enix developed game that has ever disappointed us. That has ever come out buggy and glitchy and all it's or if it is it's just it's an extreme rarity but every final fantasy game that they come out with never disappoints uh performance wise never disappoints we never have these same issues that other people do why because they take their god-given time and it could be five it could be sometimes 10 years till they come out with this game but when the game comes out my god this game is the best and it, you just look back and like it was worth the wait all these games that rush, you see what happens when these games rush. These guys do not play. I don't know. I don't think they have to deal with shareholders or whatnot. I don't think they're publicly traded. I don't know. And if they are and they're able to still do what they're doing, people need to learn from them. I don't know. I, I don't believe Square Enix is publicly traded. I don't believe it is. Um, but, you know, if they do and they have to answer to people and they still do what they want to make sure this game comes out right, people take a lesson from square enix because they're doing whatever they're doing they're doing it right seriously so it's coming out february 28th i'm looking forward to it but get this demo right now it is awesome so all right some really surprising news came 
I would have saved this for Sunday show, but we're not having a Sunday show because it's Super Bowl Sunday and my wife's birthday. So it's coming here and it is game related. So Paramount Plus gave us a great surprise. And I think we should have, we kind of knew this was supposedly to happen. I, I, I think this was talked about ages ago, but people might have forgotten or just, we just didn't know. But they announced a new live action miniseries featuring Knuckles. Idris Alba reprises his role as the uh, warrior Akenda, uh, and I'm, I'm pretty much probably butchering that, uh, and Sonic's partner Knuckles in a standalone six-part miniseries coming soon. The series will see Knuckles in a new adventure to help out Wade, which is played by Adam Polly from one of my favorite uh, comedies, Happy Endings. I really, I loved that show when it was out. He was absolutely hilarious on there. And, um, if you guys remember, Wade is like the, the sheriff or a deputy sheriff in the uh, in the town. And uh, he's always pretty much the comic, comic relief. Well, he's tired of being a comic relief and he's looking to become a much more stronger, dependable, you know, sheriff in town. And Knuckles is, you know, mentoring him in order to do that, which leads to them going on this wild adventure. This somehow leads to a new evil threat, seeking Knuckles to take his power uh to their own means this includes uh a new bad guy and accompanied by a few uh two almost team rocket looking um you know characters one of which just happens to be kid cuddy <laughs> and i looked at this and i'm like i know this face i've recognized this face and it just immediately flashed to me it was like oh house party that's kid cuddy holy crap so <laughs> kid cuddy look i don't i don't always listen to Kid Cudi music like that, but like, dude is dope. But I really became a fan of him from watching House Party, the recent House Party that um that came out like a, a, a year or two ago. Um, if you haven't seen it, go. Uh, it's hilarious. Believe it or not, it was a great reboot of the original House Party uh, movie. Like the, the original House Party movie would never, it will never be defeated. But. This one was pretty funny that I liked the writing and Kid Cudi in there was just hilarious in here. Just out of pocket hilarious. But he's back on this and playing this role in here. So the good the good news is about this, not only did we get that aspect, but we also also scheduled to appear is actor Tia Sumter um, from uh, what is it, Mixedish, which was like the spinoff to Blackish. Um, and she's reprising her role as Maddie and also of course the blue bomber himself sonic played by ben schwartz will make an appearance now i do believe more than likely they will just be in one or maybe two episodes um this again this is a six episode series and this reminds me of echo which recently came out and that was also a six-part series we saw we got to see you know a glimpse of daredevil and then we see the series and he's only in for you know respectfully for one episode to allow echo to be focused more thoroughly but just acknowledge that there is a connection between them i believe they're doing the same strategy here possibly i don't think we're going to see maddie or sonic throughout the other six episodes i think they're going to be in the very beginning of the episodes and then they're just going to transition through and i hear speaking of which speaking of echo i read the comments on this for for the playstation i mean for the paramount plus um you know, uh, post of this series coming out, nothing but positive praise for the coming 
of this show and rightfully show not saying it shouldn't i just find that there's a double standard a major double standard here so and i'm not saying this to everybody here's the deal this episode this series is a six-part series much exactly like echo and when people saw that it was a six-part series because you know of course the other marvel studios you know deals were all were more than six they were like eight episodes maybe even 12 to that extent and when this got a six episode you know nod because it's a part of their spotlight series that they're making it now people those adolescent fam uh fanboys out there started making you know throwing shade at the fact that it was only six episodes but we look at this and probably i guarantee you a lot of those same people were also on air praising it not realizing like yo echo had six episodes too so y'all gave her grief for having six episodes but but knuckles gets six episodes idris alba gets six episodes and y'all don't have beef about it i'm calling double standard i'm calling blatantly double standard um and thank goodness that echo got a lot more praise than people you know uh was aiming to give it i it, it just it, that part boggles me it really boggles me and it upsets me when i see this type of immaturity online the same immaturity that leads to people throwing death threats at the rock's daughter for no reason which leads to the you know the cody crybabies which i love this hill version of rock by the way like he, he i don't need to call him a hill he's rightfully they cody crybabies is perfect um go out of your way and watch the pat mcafee show with the rock on there if you haven't seen it it is he's not only just talking about these the cody crybabies out there he's talking about people in general online and he mentioned something on it that i thought was awesome absolutely awesome in terms of people you know not having enough sex out there and they're wasting their time online instead of having sex with their wives <laughs> i don't do it justice go out of your way check it out it is perfect and i said i've said this so many times i'm like people are so devoid of relief <laughs> that they're wasted that they're pitting their pent-up energy is being used to displace their anger on people online I, he gets it he, he totally gets it but i digress you know what i'm saying like look give people grace and allow people to enjoy what they do um so what is six episodes you ever heard of a mini series mini series exist people that's what this is is a mini series not everything is meant to have you know more than just you know certain episodes some things are just meant to have the for for stories to be told in certain ways i didn't mind echo being six episodes it did a great job telling a story i'm sure this series is going to get, do a great job telling the story um by the way it's arguably good is arguably to say that like sonic the hedgehog may be like at this time probably one of the best live action adaptation uh series of movies and and and, and you know um series that we have right now they have been on a ball like part the first the first sonic was awesome the second uh series um sonic was fantastic the third one is coming out in december and now they have this series coming out I mean, they are really doing a great job 
with this series and god we don't even know what they're gonna do with the third series i am i'm so excited this is just awesome and uh way to go ahead i mean kudos paramount plus the amount of money that it costs to do this series is probably ungodly a, a lot of a big budget this is definitely a movie level budget like the the special effects and cgi that they're doing for this looks incredibly like the actual movie so this is one of those times i will absolutely you know pay a monthly a month subscription just like a month subscription just to watch this series um maybe even halo too i may watch the second season of halo i, I was okay with the first season i'm not a, i never played the halos um series so i'm not i'm not as you know butthurt as the other fans who've watched that series and is getting mad because of the helmet off situation which i can you know i get it but also like say get a grip as well as like is it really that big of a deal um but you know fans will be fans look i have had my deals with with the venom series with the venom movies so i can't you know really fault them for it in a lot of ways but at the end of the day i i managed to adjust my thoughts on the venom series because you know it is another universe and is not exact so it is what it is this i am looking forward to which is going to be exclusively on paramount plus and available april 26. now i don't know if they're going to give us all six episodes or all at once that's what i'm going to decide if it's going to be all six episodes all at once i'm jumping on immediately um if it's not i'm gonna wait until maybe the third episode to jump on it because then i could get the first three episodes and binge and then i don't have to pay an extra month to get to be able to watch this or whatever like that so uh, it, it's all about strategy people just you know play it to that end so looking forward to it you know what else i'm looking forward to the much anticipated update to spider-man 2 which was announced just a couple days ago insomniac games finally gave the uh, the announcement and a date for the anticipated update for spider-man 2 we've been all been waiting for this spider-man 2 one of the best games of 2023 um across the board everybody loved it the famed company announced on social media that the much anticipated update will arrive on march 7th the update will include the highly requested feature of new game plus as expected there will be more content provided including new suits and more no real details on what the other things were they just said new suits and new game plus i do believe there may be some other content coming as well so kudos insomniac games i am looking forward to it i want to play the game with all of my stuff all over again because i actually did play the game again um in support of them getting leaked and hacked of all their stuff um because that was just stupid again one of the extreme things that this generation of kids are doing today that just makes no sense again with the rock said <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say um it's just it's, it's it's just unreal but we're finally getting it and uh, i'm looking forward to it so thank you insomnia games for everything that you've done for the spider-man series and just for gamers in general as well so wwe 2k announced the coming of muhammad ali the greatest of all time the true goat the original goat mind you yes the legendary ll cool j created the acronym 
GOAT, which meant for greatest of all time. We got to give it to him because, yes, in his own realm, he is the GOAT. And he started that GOAT deal. Like, go back. It is LL Cool J who gets full credit for that acronym that people use to this day. And I don't, it's funny because I don't know why people didn't think of it in the first place, but it is, it, it, he like, he named his album GOAT, uh, and rightfully so. But when we talk about the greatest of all time, it is, you think Muhammad Ali. You do think LL Cool J, but you really, you know, goes back. You think of Muhammad Ali because he's always known as the greatest of all time in the world of boxing. The announcement made in a recent promo for the upcoming game that I am actually looking forward to, mind you. Uh, the more I keep seeing this game, the more I gotta admit, I am getting, I'm impressed with what they're doing. They're doing so much with this game now. And I think AEW needs to get some credit for the reason why uh, 2K games have really kind of, you know, geared up for what they were doing now. Um, and I thought they were going to phone it in after seeing AEW fight forever, but apparently they have not. So I'm excited for this in the trailer. They announced new matches such as casket match, ambulance match, which we talked about last week, uh, backstage brawl. Also, we talked about last week. We didn't talk about special uh, referee, which is back. I believe that was a match type that was in last year as well. The trailer also announced the roster size, which cons consists of over 200 plus superstars and legends. That is insane. Cause that's 200 superstars and legends with their own move sets, which means the move set this time around for when you do use it for the creative suite is going to be incredible. Like I, that's when I, the first one he said that I immediately thought like the creative suite is going to be great for when you make your own characters and everything, the amount of you know, and they can do it now because it's on the PS5. Like, I don't even know if this is going to be on PS4 this time um, or the Xbox uh, One or whatever like that. Like, this looks like it's going to be a huge, huge game. And if you saw what they were able to do in the, you know, the backstage brawl, they they expanded on that immensely. Like, people, we had this argument about, like, same old shit conversations on social media. Nah, it really isn't this time around. Like, it's it's the same some of the same match types that we saw but they expanded on it you know incredibly exponentially mind you um so it's not necessarily same old shit like they didn't have over 200 plus characters last time around they are now um which is amazing when you compare that roster size to put aew fight forever's roster size is right now there's nowhere near that level and the creative suite is nowhere near that robust like how are you defending this like i like the game too but you can't defend what they're giving us in comparison to what wwe has given us and you just can't like i look i have it unlike many of you on social media i have it on record that i i've praised aew fight forever for what it has but also as time went by we started seeing what it has not become and people who are complaining about the amount of money that they spent 90, 80, 90 dollars for this for that game, which is roughly the same amount that you're paying for Five Forever. I mean, for 2K, even, even last year's 2K, you, you paid that amount. And look what they gave you in their game, and look what they're giving you in that game. You can't make, you cannot, you cannot get, defend that. 
it's it, you can't when you put the two together you cannot no and people to this like it's been like a couple a few days nobody has been able to prove me wrong on it nobody's been able to defend the the contrast and comparison of the two wrestling games it's not saying that that wrestling game isn't fun and it's core it is it's just it's unfulfilling for the amount of money that they ask and god damn it guess what and they lowered the prices down on fight forever it's now 30 bucks they know exactly why they did that um missing from the game has been reported in many uh outlets brock lesnar who has been taken out of the 40 years of wrestlemania graphic and it is said to be taken out of the game in general they are working hard to uh, take him out of the game at this time. Also, you know, the reason why Brock Lesnar is being taken out leads to the other person who is said to be in the works of being removed, and that is none other than Vince McMahon, which I, I will say this. I will say this. I don't know if it is going to be as easy to take him out as it is for Brock Lesnar, because and we talked about this on All Elite Geekly um this week i don't know if it's going to be that easy to do because of mcmahon's involvement with a lot of history in the showcase mode um and the showcase mode is going to have if you played the showcase mode before it consists of a lot of uh simulated you know um gameplay that involves you doing certain things that replays history within wrestlemania uh when it comes to mcmahon's involvement you know, you got to count the Attitude Era with him and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, you may also have to involve him leading to other situations. I don't know if they're going to do. I don't know if they did the. I, I know they did. I know they didn't. The Bobby Lashley versus Umaga um, match, which involved McMahon and Donald Trump. I know for a fact they did not. There's no way they're going to put that one in there. No way. Absolutely no way. Um. He's no way in hell going to be in that game. Neither of them. So I don't know if they're going to do that. And if they do, it could be just now they can't because there's going to be too much McMahon in that one. Because the whole deal was that like Bobby Lashley and Umaga fought it, uh, to see who was going to get their head shaved between, you know, Vince McMahon or Donald Trump. Uh, and so that that was a thing right there. Neither of those two are going to be in that game in that match um mcmahon has been also involved in other deals too um wrestlemania 2000 um the rock versus austin you know wrestlemania 15 which is the one i went to rock versus austin and wrestlemania in 2021 wrestlemania 21 maybe uh which was in 2021 which led to the infamous handshake between the two um there's a lot they're gonna have to take out there's a lot um so i don't know if they're gonna be able to do that in time and here's the thing even if they don't do it during launch trust me um they're probably going to be working on it extensively to take them out i if if i was you the fans and i said this on all elite geekly don't let 2k games sweep this under the rug acknowledge this do not let them do it because if we don't voice it they're going and i don't okay voice it don't go extreme with it don't post death threats on 2k games or anybody involved in 2k games um just voice your opinion that's all you have to do you don't have to go that far trust me as somebody who 
convinced a video game a video game development company to make a, a changes in a game and they did and we did it respectfully you it can happen it can happen just voice your opinion professionally cordially with with some type of social media uh, etiquette it's it's fine trust me and if you don't believe me go on to talktimelive.com go on the blog page you'll see my blog on um you know the changes i made for uh windjammers too um involving uh what was his name scott uh which was a black character in there and they you know there was some issues about that character that needed to be changed and i reached out on social media to them and not only did they apologize but they also made that change immediately um which i am grateful for do temo thank you again for that because that was you know they respected me and i gave that respect back and wouldn't there was no conflict at all none you guys can it's you can do things on social media in a way that doesn't have to be so extreme that's all i'm saying but voice your opinion make sure that they do eventually take vince mcmahon out of there look i know there's some people who are for it and you guys are sick that's all i'm saying if you're if you're an advocate of vince mcmahon you're 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 using you're pretty much using confirmation bias at this point that man needs to be out but if he's not out he eventually i believe he eventually will be um they're not going to keep him on there because it, it's too tko doesn't want that doesn't want any type of smoke at all they're already not um take they're already taking them out of social media and all that stuff you know which is easy to do taking them off of a game uh that's going to be interesting to see how fast they could do that we will see now on the other hand i mentioned aew and when you look at what everything that 2k is offering you got to understand why aew needs to be ashamed of themselves aew fight forever and 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 i guess in uh in you know, to combat wwe 2k announced the coming of swerve strickling which will be coming february 14th there is now there's no info on whether this will be another standalone dlc with a price tag attached to it the last dlc called the storm is coming featured tony storm and it cost gamers 11.99 for one one character my silence is anger <laughs> okay just always know that it's me trying to articulate a more cordial way of saying what i need to say meanwhile wwe 2k season pass includes up to dozens of wrestlers and somewhat move sets new move sets as well for your for your creative suite while also providing a lot of match types and features in just the base play of the game. So even if you didn't get the season pass, you're getting a game with almost a hundred characters, over to almost 200 characters, plus dozens of match types. That's not even including the, the match types that they said. You're also getting cage match, hell in a cell, elimination chamber. Now, War Games is added to this. Up to eight players can play on this game. And now, in addition to all these other games, plus single player, tag team, six man tag, eight man tag. I mean, just you're getting so much. Universe mode, 
GM mode is probably coming back as well. It, if I list off everything that AEW Fight Forever has right now and what they charged you for, if you do the math, it's insane. It, it, it's insane. I'm so curious is to see how much they're going to charge people for Swerve Strickland. I don't think it should be $11.99. I damn sure still don't even think it should be $5.99. Because, I mean, you're getting to do like a small entrance. I'm sure he's going to be dope on air. He's going to be awesome. I think those who already paid for the recent season two should get him for free. I th there's a lot. It's, in terms of match types, they should be getting all that for free. If you got to pay for a character, that's one thing. But not $11.99, dog. No. That, that is, no. That is just an absolute no. How AEW games and THQ Nordic can justify this is insane. Some fans are making excuses. And this is one of the things I talked about yesterday on All uh, Geekly, but I'll say it here too. Some fans, and I've heard this a few times, have tried to make excuses to defend AEW Fight Forever. I will say, and I've always said, that in its core, the game is fun. The Aki Engine is a fun thing. But I know for many years of playing the Aki Engine that there are Aki Engine games that provide more than th what this game has on the 64. Way more. Including No Mercy. No Mercy had a cage match at least. This one doesn't. And we got a lot more gameplay from No Mercy than we did in this one. We got a lot more from Virtual Pro Wrestling and Pro Virtual Pro 2 than we did this one. They had a they had MMA in that game. In a, in, in two different match types in that game, along with a whole robust amount of people in that game. And we're paying way more than we've ever played for No Mercy in Virtual Pro Wrestling 2. And I, in Virtual Pro Wrestling 2, I paid import prices for. So I don't even want to hear that noise. You know, okay? They're, they're juicing people for so much cash on this game. It, it is literally a cash grab at this point. And it's sad because the game actually could have been so much more. And people are trying to defend it and giving excuses of it's their first game. Yes, you're right. It is the first game. While that is the case, one has to remind those folks that this game is developed by veteran game developers who created some of the most memorable and legendary games of our wrestling games, mind you, of our time, including No Mercy including SmackDown, Know Your Role, including Virtual Pro Wrestling, and many more. Ukes, who by, who, by the way, left WWE 2K23 in mid-game to work with these guys. And then on top of that, THQ Nordic and Kenny Omega acquired the director of the Aki Engine. And then on top of that, Kenny Omega himself, of all people, who is not only a hardcore avid gamer, he is an eSport gamer, level gamer. He knows better. THQ know, knows better. Ukes knows better. Why did they think that this monetization strategy was a great idea? That people will fall. 
this is the part where we're like we're listening we're it boggles our mind because we've been supporting aew for so long as the company that understands what it is to attract to make fans happy and you know don't insult our intelligence and then they come out with this game and they're insulting our intelligence and it just it became very questionable and you talk about the morale of the talent inside well the morale of gamers and fans who supported aew has also been questioned as well these guys got to get into gear because guess what the problem is yes this is their first game but this is also going to be their only game because they're not planning to try to make another game and redeem themselves they got to redeem them they're going to be redeeming themselves with this game so as time goes by when when wwe 2k comes 24 comes out in just a few weeks it's going to be overshadowed and sadly deservedly so because how many times on this show have i questioned 2k games for how they do their situation somebody said online one time when aew games came out with this post saying you know who who your team who's your team and name your team and people were saying team you know you know um bullet club or team you know dark order or like somebody some I, I hate the fact forgive me i hate the fact that the, the, i didn't get the person's name or whatever but he said how about team how did you guys let 2k games get uh do a better game than you who can argue that because yes in comparison and 2k games have their issues and they had their issues in the past but since aew um fight forever came out boy did they improve majorly the same way wwe began to improve their actual brand you know when aew actually came out it's parallel they lit a fire to their credit the one great thing that aew did is light a fire under wwe's ass both in the actual wrestling promotion and in the video game promotion because both brands have stepped up major league aew five um, um wwe 2k 23 when i came back and played it when all, after all these patches that they did play much better than they did before i expect no different from this and looking at the up up down down episodes of the early play that they did it looked absolutely great they're stepping it up i am looking forward to this and you know credit to 2k games i they and thank you to aew games and thank you to thq nordic because your fail was their success you gave these guys the opportunity to be a better game you also dropped the ball and you had the opportunity to really make a great game you had all of the tools to give us the game that we knew you could give and you didn't yeah thank you for giving us swerve but thank you also but no thanks for you guys for swerving us as well i mean what else is there to say <laughs> what else is there to say but that will do it for this portion of the show we're going to take a break come back and unfortunately we're going to go into the curse world of jujitsu kaisen and tell you why you need to stay away from this curse and we'll do that 
right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Hebert, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! We have reached the final stage of this program, and I'm here to review Jujutsu Kaisen Cursed Clash, which is the uh, first game based on the anime and manga series. This is developed by By King and Dem Drops Inc., published by Bandai Namco, and it is another 3D action brawler from the famed company who brings us much joy from anime games. Unfortunately, I have to say this is not one of them. Uh, this game, uh, in this anime, I mind you, uh, I've watched Jujutsu Kaisen. I recognize the, uh, the popularity of the series and, uh, it is a really, it's a pretty good series. It's not one of my favorite animes in the world, but I figured, you know, let me check out the game. Let me see if it lives up. Let me see if it'll eagerly want me to want to watch more of the series. Cause I, you know, I haven't been, you know, really into the series as much as other people have, but you know, gives a chance. I mean, I caught up with Naruto from Ultimate Ninja Storm, and then I started actually watching the actual series more and more, um, at least the Shippuden version. Um, I watched the original Naruto series and loved it then. Um, but also, what was the other one? Uh, you know, they also went down and got My Hero Academia. Uh, By King is, you know, basically the develop the developers who did My Hero Academia One's Justice, which I one and two, which I actually loved and enjoyed and go back and play all the time. It's a lot of fun, a lot of arcade-like fun with that game. Um, you know, Naruto and Dragon Ball mostly done by CyberConnect2 for the most part. So, you know, CyberConnect2 is actually, I would say, is one of the best developers to do anime license uh, video games right now. They do a tremendous job with uh, a lot of the games that they've done that were based on anime series and manga. Um, Bike King does okay, and I, I, like I said, I enjoyed, while I enjoyed My Hero Academia 1's Justice 1 and 2, this one, this one, I feel like they dropped it. They dropped the ball on this one uh, in a lot of ways, and there was a lot to not enjoy in this case, and we'll go down everything again, as always. We will discuss all of the uh, games through a grading system that I always go by, and this is the 2004 lineup. So far, I've done UFO Robot Grandizer, uh, what is it? Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, Tekken 8. Uh, all so far, so good. And then we have this one. 
and we'll talk about it. All the categories were based on originality, presentation, uh, visual presentation, mind you, sound of music, gameplay, fun factor, replay value, actor performances, and story. So let us begin here. Let's start with the story. The story uh, basically nothing new here. It chronicles a lot of the highlights of the anime series. So if you know the anime series, you know it here and they have it in their own way. They do so in the same fashion of My Hero Academia One's Justice series, where it's just a bunch of clips and just minimal amount of cutscenes or whatever like that. Um, they do use a lot of um, foot video footage from the anime series. Uh, to me, a lot of this feels a bit budgeted in a lot of ways in a lot of ways um and it shows it really shows um let's talk about originality again originality the game uses some of the formula uh from my hero uh, academia one justice one and two however it lacks the same freshness of the two games and it doesn't provide any nuance to this whole thing it literally does the same thing but it just has a different design in doing it and it just doesn't flow as greatly as i would like it to be in those games and at least one justice 2 did provide a little bit more than one justice one they did provide some sort of you know cutscenes or whatever to that extent and some more some some um play modes and whatever whereas this one they charge you to about the same price but they gave you less than what um one's justice one and two did you can do a little bit more um in terms of features and, and play types and options to do in those two games but this one it just didn't provide enough for me visual presentation and performance probably one of the more stronger suits of this while the character models are all spot on from the anime and manga uh, series the stages the stage designs range from dreary to damp to okay um they didn't really do anything really for me they didn't really stick out and it was a lot of confusion and and, and clutter within it as well they didn't it didn't really pop like what they did with my hero um my hero academia um uh, once justice did um the other issue is the clutter and of the, the cluttering of the content during gameplay um and when i say that like there was some it was some issues with this game that really bothered me i don't understand why they did what they did some chapters and 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 you know gameplay uh stages consisted of ongoing dialogue during the gameplay which layers over your viewpoint of the battle making it a challenge to enjoy so how can i explain this basically is when you're playing the game and you're playing you're battling against an enemy there's a dialogue box that that really kind of you know with high opacity with like the opacity up to high meaning that it it covers over you playing the game so it's hard for you to see where you're at where your enemy's at because they're talking and the, the the dialogue box is there it's like and then on top of that on the right side is like all of the um the objectives of that you need to meet in order to beat the um to play through the game so all that's covering all of the gameplay in my hero academia one's justice there's dialogue that goes on there but there's no sub like there there's no subtitle or boxes or anything in there why did they felt the need to want to put that there and I don't believe I found an option to take that out. That part was, it's, it, it annoyed me to no end every time that they would come up. It's like, why did they feel the need to do that? So that to me was a misstep on their part in which it, it bogs me that why they didn't do this before. Why are they doing it for this game? 
sound of music like the music is from the anime series and um you know it didn't it to me it was passable i couldn't even get around to enjoying that because i was dealing with all the other issues in the game the stage design the environmental you know uh destruction and that just cluttered everything um it, it just it just didn't play off for me this was the mo the gameplay let's talk about that that was the most disappointing of all because they are virtually using the same control scheme from my hero academia's once justice too yet it fails to play as smoothly as the previous games the stage which consists of breakable environments which collapses when attack you know when when uh when being attacked and you're throwing you know you're attacking somebody and you're shooting over to the other side or whatever like that it, it, it's just distracting it it really it even it's even more confusing like even more confusing and it has me wondering like it this this feels like if you ever watched a michael bay movie or let's say transformers for instance when he used to direct tra the transformers movies and the fight scenes the one complaint that everybody had about the fight scenes is that it was hard to see what was going on because it was so much articulation in the characters and all the stuff and it was hard to see what was going on that's what this felt like it felt like a mashed up michael bay fight scene where you just couldn't see what was going on and it it was hard to really pull off a move because the ai was so like active it was so aggressive it didn't let you pull off any moves at all and it was hard for you to try to pull off moves when you got dialogue boxes covering you so you can't even see that and then when you're like one person versus two and you're trying to switch on the characters to try to do it it, it was just it was really it, it it was really annoying and and to play it just didn't have the same balance you go back and play um one's justice one and two and it's easily a lot of, a lot more fun than this um a lot mostly because there was one-on-one -on -one play and there was you know a lot there was a better balance with those games this one not so much which led to the fun factor being stale in my opinion along with the poor stage design and hard to see visuals during the um battle of the game the game has a lackluster experience overall and by the end i was wasn't even interested in wanting to play the game nor watch the anime at this point because i'm just so annoyed if i watch the anime it just will remind me of how poorly this game was which for those who never play watch the anime at this point i would not recommend playing this game watch the anime <laughs> do not play this game it will deter your intrigue to see why this is such a popular series they did not do this game justice this felt like a cheap development game um just to get just to grab something this, this was this really felt like a cash grab because they charge you i think 60 for this game i paid 60 for the game i i didn't want the the other game the other uh additional bundles or whatever like that i didn't i just wanted to see how this game played i paid 59.99 for this um i don't think this was worth 59.99 especially when the fact that they only give you the only option to play in this game is story mode and online there is no arcade mode there is a there is a multiplayer mode or something here but it even that was confusing to play i mean the the user interface setup was very confusing it wasn't easy to do it was just the whole it just felt like it was very cheaply it was very very budgeted and very badly designed um 
this was not worth $59.99 by any stretch. When you compare this to other anime licensed games published by Bandai Namco, such as Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm series, and people, when you play this game and play Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections, if you tried to badmouth that game saying it was the same old shit, guess what? That's still a solid, fun game to play. I enjoyed uh, Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections. I'm not being biased. Just I'm, I'm saying what it is. It was a fun game to play. They provided you with a lot more in that game than this did. And when you look at this game, it was just like I just talked about this with um, AEW Fight Forever versus, you know, WWE 2K and what each other provide for the same price. Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections provides you with a lot of awesome content. Um, you get a full story mode on that game. Plus, you get the um, flashback modes and RK modes. Plus, you get tournament mode. Plus, you, you get so you get so much more with that. You get full, fully voiced and acted story modes. And if you heard the interview I had with Amanda C. Miller, who plays Boruto in that game, and they said they put together thirty thousand lines for that game for a rich for a new original story. Now, granted, I know Naruto and Dragon Ball gets a lot of attention when these games come out i talk about it all the time whenever a naruto game comes because they are the they are the goats of anime when naruto when a naruto game comes out they give you a lot cinematics lines new lines everything they give you a lot dragon ball dragon ball kakarot which is coming out with that expansion sometime later this month they give you a lot in that game and it both are done by cyber connect 2 mind you um but you know viking worked on my hero academia once justice so i felt that both of those games were a lot of fun too and we can add cyber connect 2's demon slayer game that's published by sega a lot of stuff to, a lot of great 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 stuff that you could get from that game um arc arc um systems uh, i'm sorry arc system works who worked on um who was it uh they worked on dragon ball uh fighters and other anime based games they give you a lot in there too for the same price this game in comparison to all those other games and i played a lot of anime licensed games you could go look at the reviews on selects on um on talktimelive.com reviewed a lot of them for the most part most of them provided a lot of money a lot of um gameplay of replay value and fun factor for for your money this did not which led to the replay value i don't see me playing this game after the after after playing it a run through the first time um here, here's here's the other problem too i recently we've been playing uh persona 5 i played i finally finished through persona uh 5 royale and I am such a big fan of Persona 5 right now. First of all, that game, especially in this climate that we're living in right now, with everything that's going on in, in pop culture, in particular WWE and Vince McMahon and all the stuff, playing that game, how relevant that game is right now, how relevant the anime, the video game, all that is relevant right now. The story aspect is so relevant to what's going on in today's world. Um, I immediately got immersed in it. Yeah, I'm a late bloomer and I've watched the anime before, but it only goes through certain aspects of the game. I didn't realize how deep the game was. It's like reading a novel 
and watching an adaptation of it on TV that doesn't give you every the, like the deep in-depth storytelling of it, which is basically what this did. I am such a big fan of um, Persona 5 right now, and I was playing that and then cutting off to play Jujutsu Kaisen Cursed Clash. It was hard for me to get through Cursed Clash knowing that I was so deeply immersed into what I was in with Persona 5. So much so that I started playing Strikers again. And then also I just recently brought Tactics, which most likely it will be the next game I will review next week. Um, I'm fully in on that game right now. Um, so, you know, final uh, Persona 5 uh, Tactics, maybe Tactica, maybe the game I will review next week because I just got so deeply into the, the Phantom Thieves um, I'm such a Phantom Thieves fan and I get why it was picked, Joker was picked to be on uh, Super Smash Brothers now. It's one of the greatest RPGs of all time, but I'm not here to talk about that right now. I digress. I got to talk about this. Sorry, excuse for a game because that replay value was way better than this replay value. And it was also cost the same price. The only thing I could give really full credit for is the actor performances because, you know, it was reprised by the main cast of the series, which is great. Whether there was new lines made for this game or rehash lines from the series that they rehashed from this. And it's very possible because this game feels very low budgeted that they basically just rehashed. They need pay the, you know, pay for uh, these guys to come in and do new lines. It's very possible. They just rehashed a lot of the, the you know, the voicing, the voice uh, acting. From the show and just put it on there i highly believe that that's a possible thing but whether it is or not still it's great acting it's great performance some of your favorite you know uh characters from the series were you know were able to be on the game and you know that was that now they had to voice some things especially during the fight scenes and all this stuff so it's possible they they were they got paid to do lines in here it can't be that cheap yeah right but nonetheless that leads to our final score here. So again, this is the fourth game of 2024 that I've reviewed so far. The first game, which was UFO Robot Grandizer got a B plus. Prince of Persia the Lost Crown got an A plus. Tekken 8 was the first game to get completely for, uh, a perfect score of 400, giving it an A plus. However, Jujutsu Kaisen Curse Clash may be the first to get the lowest score for originality i gave it a 60 percent because it was not original at all it was basically a lesser than version of my hero academia one's justice rushed <laughs> presentation you know it looked great for the most part uh the character models at least i can't speak for the uh the design so um visually it looks uh, like in part but it just didn't really pop for me but i at least gave it an 80 because you know the character models were spot on sound of music gave it 70 percent couldn't really get into it at all because i couldn't overlook the mess that this game was gameplay 60 percent, and that's sad because it literally is the same control scheme but it's just as it doesn't flow as properly fun factor 50 percent replay value 40 percent Actor performances, 100%. It was only 100% that I gave in this game at all. Story, 80% because it is just 
based off of the anime series which is a good series i won't fault that for what this game is but unfortunately the total of this of the calculation of this goes to a score of 270 that's a bad score um percentage wise it's 67.5 which leads to the lowest score so far in 2024 only being the fourth game that i've reviewed but it's the first game to get a d plus and it might be one of the only games to get this i i don't know what game i'm gonna buy uh, gonna buy or get that is gonna have this score um we'll see but um fortunately i was disappointed very disappointed by this game um it's a shame because i love anime based games and this one should have been a lot better i i really people i'm telling you i normally i would say wait till this game gets goes cheaper i can't even say that this game is just this is their first game i will wait and to see what they do um it's just even for your fandom it's not worth it i'm sorry i can't recommend this game to any fan of jujutsu kaisen it's just it's not if you want a really fun game there are plenty other anime based games to play this is not one of them stay away from this if you've never watched the series stay away from this watch the series do not play this game that's all i'm saying for there and i'm gonna save you 59.99 in the process so folks that will do it for this edition of select start i hope you guys enjoyed it again no prime show this sunday um this is super bowl weekend this is my wife's birthday so nothing's happening so stay tuned for our next episode of select start which again persona 5 uh tactica i'm gonna play and uh give you my thoughts on that because i'm knee deep in some fandom for fandom thieves right now especially in the current state of everything that's going on in this world goes to show we definitely need if i wish i wish the phantom thieves is a real thing i really wish they, they were real because there are a lot of people in this world and it there's some corrupted people in this world that definitely needs to have their heart and treasure stolen in here so i'll be reviewing that when uh in the next episode of select start meanwhile i believe it is also the week that madam webb comes out so we will be reviewing that I will go check out that movie. I really want to see um, Bob Marley One Love too. So somehow, some excuse me, somehow, some way, I need to find a way to watch both. I need to factor in to watch both movies because I am intrigued to see if Madam Web is actually going to be worth watching. See how they factor her into the Sony Spider Verse, if you will. And then also, I am eagerly waiting to watch this movie. This movie looks like it's going to be an Oscar winner so we'll see how that goes and see what happens from there but you know check out for that much much more and again go out of your way to check out my new show with boris roberto aguilar all a week um <laughs> i said all elite all elite geekly which covers a lot of the same fandom like uh talk that we have here but it also reviews aew dynamite for wrestling fans as well and this week was definitely a week to check out this was not a filler episode week of AEW dynamite so definitely go out of your way to check it out on sundaynightsmainevent.com and uh on a weekly basis so go out of your way check it out and if you're on the acmg facebook group i'll throw up the link on there as well uh as well as you can follow me on threads at dexavier underscore josiah 
in there as well as my um my instagram page as well which i throw it up in there from time to time so go out of your way check it out all those places there um and of course you could always go to talktimelive.com where you can find all of our episodes all of our audio episodes our video exclusives including recently our interview our tom hewlett from uh way forward who is talking about contra the upcoming contra game that will be coming out soon uh speaking of developers i recently talked to a good friend of mine that i've had on the show uh many times um we are working on getting him back on we're setting up a date right now i'm going back to singapore where i'm going to be able to talk about one of my favorite games coming soon this year the third installment of this game mind you uh it'll be absolutely catastrophic um that's <laughs> just the pun I will say for that. So stay tuned for that. I when it locks in, I will provide more information on when that is happening. But it is we're gonna we are working on trying to find a date because calling trying to contact somebody from Singapore not the easiest thing in the world. We got to make a time that it works for us for both. So stay tuned for that. But uh, more great guests are coming soon. So check that out. Much much more. Um, but you can also if you like talk you know listening to the show on your favorite podcast platforms where everywhere where podcasts are played including spotify iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher podbean tune in audible you name it we're there just type in acmg presents talk time live it'll pop up subscribe you'll never miss an episode so thank you guys again it has been a pleasure oh by the way i've been talking to boris as well we are doing a simo uh play of um our review of wwe 2k24 so yes that's happening stay tuned for that and much much more we're doing a video and audio episode we're going to do it big as we always do it's the time of the year i'm so happy to be able to watch wwe again after the dark cloud is gone and hopefully it stays going forever at this point and uh looking forward to getting my back into the swing of things with that so that will do it folks on behalf of myself this is Dex Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of here. Take care and have a great Super Bowl weekend. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.